Hey, folks, welcome to Shooting Up North. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. We're right here on the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're watching for the first time, please consider hitting that subscribe button. If you're watching for the 10th, 20th, 30th time, and you don't subscribe to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network YouTube channel, please consider hitting that subscribe button as well. I am on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Shooting Up North, Instagram at Alliance PW Network, and we are on Facebook. Feel free to join our Facebook group, the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. And if you want one of these t-shirts, they are now available. Our debut t-shirt just Go to our YouTube channel. At the top, you will see the Shooting Up North banner. Look to the bottom right-hand corner. You will see the Shooting Up North merchandise link. We'll take you to our whatamaneuver.net page where you too can order one of these t-shirts. If you're in a colder environment, I don't know if you live up in Alaska, you need a hoodie. We have hoodies up there. Uh, we have tank tops. If you're in Florida, uh, we have um, toddler shirts. We have women's shirts. We have baby onesies, head on over whatamaneuver.net, link bottom right-hand corner of our banner on the channel, and uh, you too can own one of these t-shirts, our debut t-shirt. And thank you, everybody. Thank you to every single person that has purchased a t-shirt up until now. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Okay, so we're back. This is, this. we're returning. We're, we're making a return to... Um, reviewing MLW Fusion. I put up a poll and uh, it was overwhelming. Uh, I, put up a, I put up a poll asking if you wanted me to start reviewing MLW Fusion and I got an overwhelming yes vote uh, from many, many, many followers of uh, many, many subscribers to our YouTube channel. So we're back. We're back. We took um, some time away from MLW Fusion, but we're back. So let's get into it. This is the Shooting Up North MLW Fusion podcast review. Uh, we will be reviewing, of course, the latest episode of MLW Fusion, which debuted June 16th on YouTube. Three matches in this one. We got Gangrel versus Bud Heavy. We have an MLW Tag Team Championship three-way match. It is the champions, EJ and Duca. And Calvin Tankman versus 5150 versus the Von Eriks, and also the first ever MLW Featherweight World Champion will be crowned as Taya Valkyrie goes one on one against Holiday. So we have three matches in this one. So let's get into it. The show opens uh, last week. Cesar Duran's uh, office was broken into. This week, we find out that it was Jacob Fatou and Juicy Fanau who have broken into, who had broken into Cesar Duran's office. Uh, they they broke into his office, did some shenanigans. Um, sat down in his seat. Juicy Fano sat down slowly because he was afraid he was going to break the seat. Uh, they serenaded a picture of Cesar Duran. Um, they stole some money. Uh, so they just, uh, just ran, they just ransacked his whole office. And Cesar Duran, um, he appears, he comes back and he's naturally pissed. And he, uh, he wants revenge on uh, Fatou and Fano. Uh, so he's pissed, but Ty Valkyrie eventually shows up Um Call Cesar Duran Dario, which is a reference to Lucha Underground, uh, which Cesar Duran quickly corrects her. So no, no, it's it's Cesar, it's Cesar. Uh, and uh, she wants to make sure that in her um, title match tonight to crown the first ever MLW World Featherweight Champion, MLW Women's uh, Featherweight World Champion, 
that um, there will be no interference from Strange and Sangre, uh, the faction that uh, Holiday is a part of. And Cesar Duran says that he will do what he can. Uh, so then we go to match one. And speaking of Sa Strange Sangre, uh, Gangrel, uh, the leader of that group, uh, and um, he takes on Bud Heavy, one on one with Bud Heavy in match number one. Um, his faction, Strange Sangre, accompanies him to the ring. Holiday is there as well. And uh, wasn't expecting much, wasn't expecting much in this one. Um, was expecting just a uh, a squash match, and uh, we, we that's basically what we got. They they started they 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 started brawling at first, and I thought maybe maybe we're gonna get a a, a competitive match here. Maybe we're gonna get somewhat of a competitive match because every time uh, but heavy uh, landed a blow or got in a little bit of offense, the crowd kind of popped them, and they were. They were behind but heavy, um, but uh, it, it turned, just turned into a squash match. I think it was less than two minutes long, and um, Gangrel hits an impaler DDT to win the match. What was expect? I was expecting a squash, and uh, that's exactly what we got. Simple squash match, uh, and after the match, a strange as Sangre all attack but heavy uh, in the ring, then outside the ring. Um, Match was what it was, right? There's not nothing special, nothing special. Just, just a squash match. Um, I don't know. Maybe um, there's nothing exciting. Maybe, maybe Strange Sangre is going to get somewhat of a uh, a bit of a push, or maybe a stronger push going forward. Uh, we saw them all attacking, but heavy. I don't know. Could Bud Heavy join the group? I, I doubt it. I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, the match was nothing special. Just a, just a squash match. And um, watch the match. You're expecting, a, you're expecting a squash match, and you got a squash match. And, and we're going to leave it at that. Not going not gonna to talk about it anymore. Uh, but Heavy, though, is very, very likable enhancement talents. I just want to point that out there. I'm a fan of Bud Heavy. You know, lots of, a lot of Bud Heavy fans in, in the crowd there as well. I'd like to see Bud Heavy get somewhat of a push. But uh, we'll see. We'll see if that ever happens. But anyway, after that, we get a recap of um, the issue between Jacob Fatou and Cesar Duran. And then next week, we find out that um, Mads Kruger uh, versus Jacob Fatou in a weapons of mass destruction match. So next week, um, MLW Fusion, uh, we get Mads Kruger versus Jacob Fatou. Again, weapons of mass destruction. We also find out that uh, next week we're also going to get uh, a three-way match uh, for the MLW Middleweight Championship as Myron Reed, the champion, defending against Casey Navarro and Ariz. Uh, that should be just a fantastic match. Just a fantastic match. Uh, so that's one definitely to look forward to without a doubt. Uh, so then we go into the MLW Tag Team title match. It's EJ and Duca, Calvin Tankman, the champions, Hustle and Power, Versus 5150 Rivera and Hernandez uh, versus Marshall and Ross Von Eric. Um, but before we got into the match, we got Alicia Atute. We got a heel Alicia Atute. Well, we know she's a heel, uh, but she's interviewing uh, the Von Erics and asks why that they're why they're friends basically with Hammerstone. Um, and they they talk for a bit. Uh, Alicia Atute attempts to be a heel, attempts to uh, be annoying here. And um, the Von Erichs promptly just, they say that you have an agenda. And Alicia, too, is like, I have an agenda. Are you listening to me? And uh, the Von Erichs end the interview and they walk off. You know, I'm sorry, Alicia interview, Alicia Atute, great interviewer. 
I don't think she's a very good heel. That's my opinion. She's not a natural heel. She's trying to be a heel. It doesn't come naturally to her, and she's trying hard. And and it's it's it seems obvious that she's trying, maybe a little too hard to be a heel. Um, I don't know. You have you have like Selena De La Renta. Selena De La Renta is a natural heel. She doesn't have to try to be a heel. It comes naturally to her. Roddy Piper was a natural heel. He didn't have to work on being a heel because he was a natural, natural heel. Alicia Atude is not a natural heel. You can tell she's trying to be a heel. And it just, it, for me, you know, other people might feel differently, but, you know, for me, it just doesn't come across very well. Um, I don't, I don't think she does a good job. I, I mean, she's a great interviewer, but as a heel, I just, it just, not a fan of, uh, doesn't, doesn't come across well. That's, that's just, just the way I see it. So just want to be honest. Just want to be honest. That's, that's, people will disagree with me, which is fine. But I just, you know, there's, there's one thing you try to be a heel compared to naturally being a heel and she's not a natural heel. That's just, just my opinion there. So the match, so we get into the match where Vera gets on the mic and puts down the crowd, mocks the crowd, uh, puts down the Von Erics, and the Von Erics eventually hit the ring, and they brawl with Rivera Hernandez, uh, and they're brawling before EJ Nduka and Calvin Tankman are even introduced. Um, Nduka and Tankman eventually are introduced, they come to the ring, and uh, eventually um, we, get a, we get a face-off between the Von Erics and Nduka and Tankman, which was very exciting, they face off against each other, I would like to see, I can't think, I'm thinking, I don't think they face each other yet for the uh, MLW Tag Team titles, uh, but I think that would be a terrific, terrific match. But um, you could just feel the electricity coming through the screen when they were, when they faced off, uh, and they uh, they brawled for a bit. Uh, then we we had um, great action in this one. This was actually a very exciting match. There was a botch though. Uh, uh, Calvin Tankman botched a clothesline. Uh, Hernandez tried to clothesline him to the outside, but it was kind of botched by Tankman. Uh, Hernandez grabbed him and threw him to the outside. Uh, more action took place. They brawled. Um, they were brawling on the outside. Actually, Los the uh, Los Maximos were actually um, uh, where they were. Uh, they were doing Spanish announcing, and they had they had the announce table was naturally by was, was ringside, right in front of the ring. So you knew something was going to happen with Los Maximos. Uh, so uh, and something did. They were actually taken out. Um, they were as they were brawling outside. Uh, Tankman and Enduka, uh, they took out um, Los Maximos. They got taken out and. Um, and the match continued, man. The match continued. And we had some really, uh, like I said, we had some um, some good fast-paced action. Uh, Calvin Takeman, Marshall Von Erich, they had a nice forum exchange. Uh, let me turn the page here. Uh, we had Rivera and Hernandez. They both hit dives to the outside. Um, Marshall and uh, Ross and Marshall Von Erich eventually hit an Iron Eagle to Hernandez through a table to the outside of the ring, uh, which was a good spot. Uh, Tankman and Duca finally, uh, they end the match with a spike, uh, with a spike Tankman driver to Rivera for the win. Uh, but this was a very good match. I really enjoyed this one. Lots of good action. Uh, they all worked hard and it showed. Uh, I feel they all delivered in this match. Uh, 
and Duke and Tankman are just, they're a monster team. Uh, and they seem, they're seemingly unbeatable. So the question is, who's going to dethrone them? I mean, you have a lot of tag teams. And the tag team division in MLW right now, I think, is very, very strong. Um, you have as EJ Duca and Tankman, the tag team champions. You got the Von Erics. You have 5150. You have now the Samoan SWAT team. Uh, you have uh, Los Maximos. Um, you have... Um, what other tag team? There's actually another potential tag team that uh, we might be seeing, but just the tag team, the tag team division is very, very strong right now. Very, very, very strong right now in uh, MLW. Uh, Post match, Los Maximos uh, attack uh, Hustle and Power, um, and they 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 brawl. All they brawl in the ring, they brawl to the outside, and they brawl to the back. Uh, Los Maximo was upset that uh, they were taken out earlier in the match. But uh, the tag team division, I said, very, very strong. Uh, I would love to see the Von Erics against um, Tankman and Duke. I think that would be a great, great tag team match. Um, I know the Von Erics, uh, they'll be facing the Samoan SWAT team at uh, Battle Riots uh, next week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, tag team division, very, very strong in MLW. Uh, then we have... Um, a MLW, speaking of Battle Riot, we have a Battle Riot update. We find out that La Estrella, uh, Mads Kruger, Myron Reed, Ken Broadway, uh, Warhorse, and Microman are all entered in the Battle Riot. And I'm making a prediction right now, Microman will not win the Battle Riot. He will not win the Battle Riot. Be hilarious if he did, though. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we have more entrance into the Battle Riot. And I'm going to be doing a Battle Riot um, preview and prediction show probably tomorrow or maybe on Monday. Uh, so um, keep your eyes open for that one. And after that, we got Myron Reed. I was talking about possibly another tag team. Uh, we got uh, Myron Reed and Davey Richards backstage. Uh, they were in a segment. Um, Davey Richards comes in. He offers Reed a spot on his team. And Reed agrees. Uh, they shake hands, and I'm thinking Davey Richards, Myron Reed tag team, challenging for the for the MLW World Tag Team titles would be very interesting. So that's potentially another tag team right there. Uh, Richards and Reed, a uh, Richards and Reed team could be very very interesting. I'm not saying um, I'm not saying that they are going to be a tag team, but there's potential. The potential is there for them to be a tag team, and uh, I think that'd be great. But as of right now, Myron Reed joining David Richards' team, and uh, we'll see uh, where that goes from there. <laughs> we get rules. We get the rules of the weapons of mass destruction match, and then Mads Kruger uh, gives a distorted voice promo again. Hard to understand what he's saying. Uh, I, I I watched it once. I, I I guess if I list watch it again and I listen closely, I'll 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 probably make out what he's saying. But the distorted voice thing is. Uh, yeah, it's a lot clearer than it used to be, uh, but it's still um, the, the whole distorted voice promo. It's just I'm 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 not a fan of it. Uh, but um, but the match should be absolutely fantastic next week. Should be absolutely just an absolute all out brawl next week uh, between Jacob for two and Matt Kruger. And we get Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux in a promo video. So it looks like Scarlet Bordeaux will be at Killer Cross's side when Killer Cross, um, uh, well, Killer Cross has entered the Battle Riot. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux also will be a part of Battle Riot. She has a match, I think, against Clara Carreras, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I'll be doing the, the preview and prediction show. Then we, um, then Enzo's car, Enzo's car got uh, dinged up. In this segment, we got Enzo's car gets dinged up. 
somebody hit it. And it's interesting because Enzo seems as Enzo looks at it, and then he immediately he immediately knows that it was it was done by a black Cadillac. So he saw Gianna. Anybody who drives a black Caddy, who drives a black? How does he know it's a black Cadillac? How, it could have been a it could have been a black Ford Edge. How did you know? How did you know it was a black Cadillac? Did, did somebody did somebody write on the side of his truck that uh, it, this was done by a black Cadillac? This kind of a uh, kind of strange that he knew immediately it was a black Cadillac. But uh, he's uh, he's looking. He's on the. He's on. He's searching for the person that hit his. He's looking for the person that drives a black Cadillac that hit his truck. So let's. So we'll find out who it is. Um, I'm sure we'll find out who it is. Now maybe it was maybe it was uh, Jacob for. <laughs> Maybe, maybe when Jacob Fatu and Juicy Fatu were trying to escape from Caesar Duran's office before they got found out that they that they uh, maybe they ran into his truck by accident. Uh, I don't know, but but anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, so um, let's flip the page here. Flip to the wrong page. So um, then we get a Richard Holiday segment. He's on the phone talking uh, to a talent agency. He puts himself over as usual. And he says that he is the next MLW heavyweight champion. I agree. I think uh, he will be um, <clears throat> He will be the next MLW heavyweight champion. Uh, I'd be very surprised if Richard Holiday isn't the one to dethrone Alexander Hammerstone. Uh, then we have match three, uh, the women's uh, featherweight title match. It will, it's, it is to determine who will be the first ever MLW Women's Featherweight World Champion. As I said, the, the two um, participants in this match, Taya Valkyrie, uh, the current AAA Reina Duranis champion, and she she was wearing the belt as well versus Holiday. Uh, so um, Holiday actually came to the ring with Gangrel and Dr. Drax. Uh, so I guess Cesar Duran wasn't able to um, keep them from ringside. Um, earlier, Valkyrie, earlier in the show, Valkyrie wanted Cesar Duran to ensure her that no one from Strange Sangre was going to uh, interfere. Uh, but uh, Gangrel, Dr. Drax, um, accompany, accompanying Holiday to the ring. So Time Valkyrie comes to the ring. The match starts. They lock up. They have a little feeling out process with a few um, arm locks. Uh, and then Time Valkyrie... Um, Hits a sliding German suplex. Uh, the action throughout the match. Um, we actually went to a break after that, and then back from the break, they're battling on the outside. Holiday has the upper hand. Uh, Holiday um, controlling the match. She misses. Uh, she misses. She she goes for um, two uh, leg drops. She hits them. She goes for a third one. She misses the third one. Then Tyler Valkyrie comes back with a flurry of offense. Uh, they end up on the outside. Holiday is able to hit the darkness falls on Taya on the outside of the ring. Um, a number of uh, near falls uh, occurred in the match. Uh, Taya Valkyrie actually comes back with a double knee to the corner. We got some um, a few more near falls. Uh, the end of the match actually came when a when a Rez runs to the ring, uh, tries to interfere, but um, Taya Valkyrie quickly disposes of uh, of the threat. Uh, she curb stops curb stops. Holiday locks on an STF and gets uh, a quick tap out from Holiday, and we have a new champion. Tyre Valkyrie is crowned the first ever MLW Women's Featherweight World Champion. This match was good, wasn't great. It was good. Uh, it had its moments. Uh, I, I'm not. I wouldn't say it was a memorable match. It's not a match I would want to go back and watch again. Uh, but it was. Um, I don't know. It. 
it, 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 it's a world title match. It was a, the, to, to, to determine the first ever MLW uh, Women's Featherweight World Champion. And um, my, my issue is I think Holiday tapped out way too quickly. Way too quickly. I mean, the, the MLW Featherweight Championship is on the line. It's supposed to be a prestigious title. You know, new title, MLW. You'll be the first ever first ever MLW featherweight women's champion. And I would have liked that she held out, that she tried to get to the ropes, that maybe she got to the ropes and she was able to break it one time. Um, but Ty Valkyrie locked it on again and holding on. Um, Holiday trying her hardest to get out because that title's on the line. She wants that title. She wants to be the first champion. She tries to get to the ropes again. And as she's about to get to the ropes, maybe Ty Valkyrie rolls her over uh, to the middle of the ring and really applies pressure and holiday just holding out not wanting to give up and then finally um unable to break the hold after like a few more minutes uh tyre valkyrie just this securely locking that hold on that tyre valkyrie i'm sorry holiday finally just almost passing out because she doesn't want to she doesn't she wants to be champion right and she taps out at the end finally and tyre valkyrie wins i think she tapped out way way too quickly it's like as soon as, as soon as tyre valkyrie locked it on and she got the quick top out, you know, so I just, I know, I guess, I don't know if sense of urgency, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but it didn't seem like um, there was any sense of urgency, like, uh, involved in, in that. I just didn't, didn't like that. I would have liked to see her holiday hold out for for longer or like like maybe some interference, maybe a strange sandwich would try to interfere again and and Valkyrie um, disposes of them once again then locks on, on, locks on the STF again and it just... I just thought it. Uh, I thought she tamped out way too fast. But nonetheless, nonetheless, like I said, it was a good match. It wasn't a great match, uh, but nonetheless, I actually, actually, I think it would have been a better match if if they were able to get Willow Nightingale. I know Will Willow Nightingale um, was with MLW for a bit. I mean, if this was Ty Valkyrie versus Willow Nightingale, we would have had. A, my opinion, not taking anything away from Holiday, I think it would have been a better match if it was Willow Nightingale against Ty Valkyrie uh, for the MLW. Um, featherweight championship uh but but it wasn't will nightingale it was holiday so uh, there's no, nothing we can do to change that uh but mlw got very lucky they got very lucky that tanya valkyrie became available uh that she was released from the wwe because putting the title on her making her the first chance first champion it was a smart choice by um court bauer uh it was a great choice uh she's a major name and she immediately um makes that belt and division legitimate so was, they got very lucky with tyron valkyrie and of course it was the was the smart move it was the right move um to put the belts on tyron valkyrie making her the first ever featherweight women's champion uh so and I'm, I'm curious. I know she's got a uh, she's got a match coming up. I think the, I can't remember. I think it's Brittany Blake. I, I'm, if I got the name wrong, I'm sorry. I just don't have it in front of me. I know she has a match, a uh, title match coming up at uh, Battle Riot. She'll be defending the title. Uh, but yeah, Ty Valkyrie, perfect choice. Perfect choice to be the first ever MLW Featherweight uh, Women's World Champion. I, I, I'm mixing those words up. So it's MLW Women's Featherweight World Champion. Uh, and uh, again, MLW got very, very lucky. Very, very lucky that Ty Valkyrie uh, was available. Um, and making her the first chance. First champ, again, was just the smart, smart way to go. All right. So... Um, that's it. Next week we got um, 
some uh, big matches, as I mentioned. We got the Weapons of Mass Destruction match, Jacob Fatu versus Mats Kruger. Uh, we have the middleweight match, the middleweight title match. Myra Reed, the champion, defending against Casey Navarro and Arez. And um, yeah, next week should be a good show as well. And that's it. That's it. We're back. MLW Fusion uh, review show. Shooting up north, MLW, uh, MLW Fusion. I'm speaking too fast. I guess because I'm so excited we're back. We're doing it again. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'll be back next week with um, with Shooting Up North um, MLW Review Podcast. But until then, MLW Fusion Review Podcast. But until then... Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.